Mexico, and a three, and a two, and a one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is a newcomer to the LFC scene. You can check her out on the upcoming events in Sturgis, LFC 32, 33, and 34, a triple threat, a triple dosage of this young woman, Miss Gypsy Mac. Gypsy, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I cannot complain. First and foremost, as someone who has seen you on the professional wrestling side of things, and we have a lot of combined wrestling in regards to LFC Laundry Fighting Championships, it's great to see you on board. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm ready for next week. It's coming up so soon, it seems like. Hey, first and foremost, <laughs> patience is a virtue, but next week it's like it can't come soon. We're in Sturgis. It's the motorcycle rally. It's, it's South Dakota. I mean, you can't go wrong with such an event like Sturgis, right? Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be my first time being there, so I'm excited. Now, first and foremost, I will say this. Last year, we also had a lot of newcomers from Nico Garcia, the one and only Miss La Rosa Negra, who made her debut last year at Sturgis, who another one, an amazing talent. And now here you are. First and foremost, what's great about it, too, is it's music. There's the festivals. There's LFC. And what a great way to bring smile to people's faces during a time where we're somewhat getting back to some normalcy with everything that happened with the pandemic, right? Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be like a new way for me to kind of get out there too. And that's funny that you mentioned La Rosa. I actually worked with her at a wrestling event a couple of months ago. That's the thing about her. First and foremost, when it comes to La Rosa Negra, such a vibrant, such an amazing personality. Someone who's a veteran, but also who's someone who's just a true pro. And for those who have not seen her bout with Monica Flowerbaum Garcia, check it out back on LaundryFC.com. She killed it, as I know you will in your debut, man. So as far as LFC 32, 33, and 34, you're starting out against Shay the Fox Mazzato, who I've seen you two wrestle before as well. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's the great thing about Shay, whether it be from professional wrestling to her tenure in LFC, a former LFC champion in her own right. You two have that chemistry, so I'm sure that will shine through in your main event bout coming at LFC 32. How are you feeling going against the Fox? I'm super excited for it. Like you said, I have had a match with her in the wrestling world, so I'm excited to get her in kind of like a different type of fighting style. So it'll be fun to see what happens. I'm excited because she is a vet and... She's one of the best out there, so if I can hang with her, I think it says a lot. She kind of had a bit of a homecoming at the last LFC 31 because that took place at the FSW Future Stars of Wrestling Hall, which another amazing venue for a lot of great wrestlers to go through from the Las Vegas scene. And she's been killing it Ring of Honor. That's a, That girl is everywhere, so it's amazing just to see her come back into the LFC forefront. Yeah, it'll be fun to work with her. I'm glad that I'm her first match back. It's amazing to see as well, because unfortunately, DDR, Miss Danica Della Rouge, had to relinquish due to the fact that she tore ACL. You two, LFC Championship on the line. You can get your first taste of gold on the first night. Yeah, you know, um, I trained with a guy who actually won a belt his first night. So I'm hoping that I can do the same and show them that I also, you know, can hang there with them. Yes. Okay. Now I look at it from a stance too. I know the Puerto Rican pit bull and everything that has gone on from there, from the training side of things, the LFC side of things. I look at it from a stance too. We got super beast from the training side of things. There's so many ways to train going into LFC. And what I always loved about it too, is I always compare it to like the LFL, you know, we've had the lingerie football league mm -hmm. and organizations like that. And we've seen some array who will go into WWE come from that. It's a nice mix for everyone from the sensual side of things to get that sex appeal. And then you just see you girls just absolutely kill it. I think, 
it's a great blend for everyone. And again, you fit in right in. You come from LFC Madness, and here you are right on the dang coast <laughs> everywhere. You're making a splash, Gypsy. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to be everywhere. I love all different types of fighting, whether it's, you know, LFC, wrestling. I want to train in jujitsu and different types of, like, martial arts. I just want to be really well-rounded when it comes to that. See, I like that mindset because also use another word to add to that. It's that accoutrement, if you will. You want to have that plethora of styles because in regards to combative nature, jiu-jitsu, mixed martial arts, we've seen a lot of compare and contrast in that in professional wrestling. From the women's side of things where we've seen Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, et cetera, mm-hmm. and people on from Ken Shamrock onward, you know, Dan Severn, Dan the B7, and from the men's side of things. So MMA and pro wrestling have always had that mix that really has shined through in these last few years. Yeah, it's really cool, too, to see Thunder Rosa also doing it because, you know, she's making waves in wrestling. But right now, too, she also trains in uh, jujitsu. That's the thing with her, too. I'm going to say this. like You want to be well-rounded. Speaking of well-rounded, how amazing is Thunder Rosa? Just not from the wrestling side of things, but she's all up in the mix. And I love that. She's doing a lot of great things for a lot of great young women like yourself. Yeah, I'm really glad that I get to be part of her platform. She's an awesome person to learn from. I got to train with her at Dog Pound, and that was really good. See, it's one of those things, like, it's funny, because, like, we're talking about Rosa. Like, I remember the first time I saw her, what really introduced me to her was the Cobra Moon character on Lucha Underground. And then, obviously, yeah. the we're seeing with AEW, NWA, she was on Impact against Diana. It's one of those things like she's one that you really gravitate towards. And it's very cool, because with her character and her style, it's a nice mesh. Yeah, it is. You know, she has that spicy Lucha Libre style, but then she's also very technical, but then she does do jujitsu. So, you know, that she can like kick your ass. But you see, that's great for all the female talents that we have because it's a nice mix. I mean, WWE has promoted the whole sexy and powerful, and we've seen in other companies, I mean, impact with the knockouts. Like you look at that term knockouts, it's like the beauty side of things, but it's like, all right, here we go. We're ready to go. So yeah. And that's what drew me to LFC because I do like wrestling because, you know, I get to have like that sex appeal, but I don't get to have it as another level like I get to at LFC. So I'm like, I'm a bad bitch, but I can also, you know, fight. See, and that's the thing, too, because what I love about the people in LFC now, what's interesting, too, is from the prospects, from the newcomers that come in, we were talking about LFC Madness. There's a lot of people that are in it to win it, and there's also people that take this serious, and I've always said this on every show that I do here. If you don't take this shit seriously, and excuse my language, but god dang, man, if you're one of these girls that think it's just the art form of, oh, we're just going to roll around in laundry, it's like, no. (laughs) There's people that have that mindset, and I'm like, yo. It's not just rolling around in lingerie. So it's like, you know, you're taking shit seriously, and that's what I love. It it goes in any endeavor in life. I just had to get that mini rant out there. (laughs) No, I mean, I agree. Like, it's the same when it comes to wrestling. Like, some people don't understand what, like, you know, it's supposed to be. I get frustrated with some girls when I work with them because they're just like, oh, I just, like, you know, like to be cute. And I'm like, no, like, I'm here so I can, like, you know, fight. Like, I'm not here to be cute. If I wanted to do that, I would be a model. It's kind of like, all right, I'm going to put the scene in your head. It's kind of like when Natalia and Eva Marie were training and she, all she was doing was like taking selfies that one, you see? Okay. Yeah. So it's, 
And I think for me, like I was very lucky as a kid growing up on Long Island, the NYWC was like 15 minutes from my house. So, I mean, going to the independent events and seeing the guys and gals just absolutely apply their craft is amazing. And you get to learn a lot of great stuff too. And I think people need to absorb it like a sponge, which you've so eloquently done in your work. Yeah. You know, um, what I do like about my style and how I train is I wrestle like a guy. I fight like a guy. I'm the only female where I'm training and where I'm wrestling. You see, again, that's a nice mix, too, because, I mean, people talk about intergender wrestling, which is absolutely taken over. What I love, <laughs> see, and that's the thing, too, because when people think about that, they go back to the 80s with Andy Kaufman and the whole thing with the intergender championship of the world. <laughs> That was great. It was a comedy standpoint, you know, the David Letterman, what led to that in popular culture. <laughs> but it's amazing just to see, like, you talk about intergender wrestling. It's like people have their opinions on it, but I'm like, like you said, you're the only girl training there, but it's like girls train with guys all the time. So it's not really a big yeah. deal. Exactly. Um, it's funny that we're talking about that because there was a show that I did. They didn't want to give me a match because they couldn't find another female to wrestle me. So I was like, okay, well, give me a guy. And they're like, oh, no, we don't do that. And I was just like, it's offensive for you to not want to give me a match because I'm a female. I also look at it from a stance, too. Uh, what's cool about it, too, is because there are people that do have that mindset. Now, for me, if I was in your situation and to put it in your shoes, like if someone wanted me to wrestle you or any girl, I'm just like, sure, because, you know, when you're going out in front of a crowd, not only do you want to entertain the people, but you want to give them a show. And it doesn't matter if you're yeah. going against you, you do the damn thing. No, exactly. And it's funny because I, we do grappling at my training and one of the guys we were grappling, it was yesterday and I got him in an arm bar and I would have snapped his arm. He had to tap and you can tell he was kind of mad because I'm a girl and I was like, okay, get over it. Like I'm a worker too. It doesn't matter what my gender is. Right. And first and foremost, sometimes you got to snap next, cash some checks, break some arms, do some harm. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, now I will say this about you because you miss, I'm going to break the internet. I saw that post on Instagram. Look, <laughs> we got to talk about this, promote the LFC and that here you are. Bam, right here. You look fabulous. Thank you. I appreciate it. Today I'm a little scrubby. You know, I, I'm tired all the time. I can't always be a, a supermodel, but yeah, you know, that picture came out really good. I liked it. It was cute. And that's what I always love to ask about the girls, because it's not just the in-ring side of things. It's the grandiose entrance. Like with Sturgis, motutorcycles. Who does not love a beautiful, attractive woman on a motorcycle? I mean, we've exactly. seen it. We've seen it with WCW with their pay-per-views when we've seen Hog Wild, where Jay Leno has that infamous arm bar on Hulk Hogan. So wrestling's been a part of the Sturgis scene, but coming out on a motorcycle, badass throttle, to put it pun intended. Like you can't go wrong with that type of entrance. Um, I was just talking to my trainer about that yesterday. He's like, do you know what you're going to do for your entrance? And he's like, you should ride a motorcycle in. And I was like, that would be a good idea. Exactly. It's funny because I just had on my Richards, we were talking about her bout with Jezebel Roma, which we'll get to here in a second. But she's like, I would, you know, being from Sturgis, she wanted to come out on a horse. And I'm like, well, maybe we can do that in the future. You know what I'm saying? With, <laughs> I don't know about a horse right now, but you know, yeah. motorcycle, yeah. Uh, but it's amazing just to also incorporate that from the motorcycle field because in popular culture, it's from a vehicle standpoint. Like you look at the White Snake video, here I go again, rest in peace to Tony Katane. That imagery, it's that imagery, man. And you, I'm sure you're going to encompass that with your image and your entrance as well. Yeah. Um, I am like a bad bitch. So, you know, I have rode a motorcycle in the past. I used to do dirt biking. So this is like something that has always kind of been 
in my like interest, my dad was a biker growing up. So I always heard about Sturges. So it's like when that fed in the late nineties, early two thousands, which we've seen with dirt biking and Tony Hawk in his underground and you had your trap on us and all it's like that type of feeling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the choir. Okay. So here's what's funny about that. I'm glad we're talking about this because it's very underrated and it's only like a 30 minute movie. But when Ultimate X, the movie came out in the early 2000s, I was all on it because you get, like I mentioned, Tony Hawk, Travis Pastrana. It gives you a great insight into that world. Yeah, honestly, I wanted to do that for so long. I wanted to be a skater or like a, like a not a BMXer, but like a motocross rider. It always looked so fun. I wanted to be on the X Games. So it's like, oh man, I'm going to take it back here, man. When And I'm, I'm going to promote a little Disney Plus here. When Motocross came out in 2001. See, all right. Okay, that's you. That's you. You were that's Motocross. Me. Yes, I was Motocross. I wanted to be that girl. And I related to her so much because I'm usually the only female doing a lot of things. I was the only girl growing up with older brothers. So I was her. So I relate to that movie so much. And besides the fact that Alana Austin did a great job as that character from top to bottom, that movie hit on all cylinders and it's, it's 20 so years good. later. Exactly. And it's 20 years later and it still holds up, right? Oh yeah. And that soundtrack is great too from it. I was actually listening to like the Juliana theory not that long ago. I, I, like my favorite. And for those who have not seen the movie, there's the scene where they're going around the track and then it has your notion. So what's the commotion? And it has that vibrancy to it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I will say this, dirt bikes aside and just ready to go full throttle, I would also like to add this to you because when it comes to the lingerie side of things, now we saw with that breaking the internet photo there, just to reiterate that point, what do you think of the lingerie standpoint? Because I had Vita Von Star on here, she was talking about in the last event, you know, she's going to do like a goth feel, really cement your style, you talk about being the bad bitch, what are you thinking for lingerie styles, man? We got three nights of LFC action. I was actually trying on stuff earlier, and one of them that I'm doing is super cute. It's like a kind of a gothy style. It's like that bondage, like kind of halter top. So that's going to be super cute. I'm excited for that. Okay, see, first and foremost, that's a nice mix. And I'll say that to you right now. That is a very nice mix. It goes, it's very, it's very eclectic. It's very different, but it's like, hey, I'm here, but watch out. So it has that kind of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all about that, like, spooky energy with when it comes to my style i'm very dark see that's not a bad thing though because i'm going to say this right now black is an amazing color black goes with everything goth and in general but it's nice i mean it has that sense of darkness and has that sense of fear mm -hmm. which is very appealing to a lot of people yeah it's also very sexy like black i think is very seductive in a way so okay i'm got this is my pop culture nerdiness coming out you're like janet jackson with black cat you want to get that leather outfit the whole janet jackson that would be cute but leather is so hot i don't think i uh could you imagine like a leather lingerie piece oh my god hey no somebody, i'd die <laughs> somebody would be brave enough to do it though true that i used to wrestle in like a Catwoman type like leotard my first year of wrestling, but it was just way too hot to wrestle in. So I couldn't imagine being outside and doing that. Ugh. That's true. So you went for the original Halle Berry look, but then you're just like, nah. Nah. I was like, we got to change it up. We're going to pull out Melina for Mortal Kombat. We like that so much better. Oh, see, you're bringing up the Mortal Kombat. I like your style. I like your nice. style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now coming into these three events, it's like anything with wrestling. Like, how are you feeling? It's three nights of action. Now in the history of LFC, LFC's 28 and 29 were back-to-back -back nights, two nights of great action from LFC. 
three nights. How you feeling going into all three nights? It's going to be wear and tear, but God dang, it's going to be good at the same time for the people. I'm really excited. I'm working with different people, so it's going to be fun. I'm used to working just, you know, a certain type of region because everyone's different depending where they're from, depending who they train with. So it'll be fun to kind of work with different girls and see where everything goes. But I'm excited. My trainer has been kicking my butt. Yesterday we did blow up drill after blow up drill after blow up drill, and then we grappled. So I am dead, but I'm ready. First and foremost, dead but ready. Put that on a t-shirt. I like your style with that saying. I'm dead but ready. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how you have to look at it from a stance too. It's like it works out. Hard work pays off. But when it comes to the LFC side of things, now I've seen your opponents. We'll talk about your first one. We mentioned Shay. But then you've got a girl like Agatha Countable Carter who made her debut at LFC 25. We're going into 32 and 33. Your next opponent for 33, she's known for being a biter. Hence, Agatha Countable Carter. Yes, I'm not excited. I hate being bit. Okay. So... In the history of LFC, LFC 28, her and Bella Inc., who we, which we will also see in the rubber match going into Sturgis, bitter on the neck. It has that imagery, bitter around the neck, but she doesn't remember it. Bitter, but doesn't remember. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, we Yeah. So, she's a great fighter. She's making her return, and now you're taking her on. So, for besides not being bit, are you looking forward to going with someone new who you're not familiar with, but is making a return to the LFC auspices? Yeah, it'll be fun because, you know, she is kind of a vet. She's been in that ring before and I haven't. So it'll be nice to see that I can hang with someone that's been in there before. I will say to the LFC auspices and the LFC audience, if you have not been checking out ACC, you two are practically going to be dead already because, man, the girl is kicking, she's striking. You both are going hard in the paint. If you guys have not checked out Agatha's Instagram and Twitter, she's killing it, which I love to see. You love to see. Yeah, I um, follow Super Beast, and he's always posting her training videos. And I'm like, damn, she's going hard. Like, she's coming with fire. Which, first and foremost, you got to give a shout out to him because Super Beast is another one who just, if you look for an amazing trainer, he's not one of the absolute best. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll probably get some training in with him a few days. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I got to put this over the Lucha Lingerie exhibition with Les Scorpions. I'm excited. How are you feeling? Well, she's another one. No brothers. Yeah. So my trainer, that that's my trainer's trainer. So I am, I feel honored to have this match with her. It's super exciting. And then I also feel like it's an honor too that they asked me to do the first one. Cause we're yeah. getting ready, you know, to do some big things here. So it'll be exciting to be a part of that. Now it's funny cause I'm going to bring this up and I love Jezebel to death. She's such a veteran and her school with Santino brothers and what she's doing with Lucha girls. It's one of those things where she has such a mind her husband doing her his thing as well. He was on Wrestling Society X back in the day. You, it's the knowledge. It's the learning tree. You, you're right at the learning tree, and you're absorbing like a sponge, like we mentioned. Like you cannot get better than Miss Jezebel. Yeah, this one I'm super excited for. Like I know Shay's gonna be fun because we've already rocked it out before, and it's gonna be nice to work with someone different with Agatha. But Jezebel, I'm really looking forward to that one because, like I said, I feel like it's an honor to be able to have this match with her. Look at it from a stance with her, too. Like, I mean, first and foremost, her promos on Shelby Paris, who she's facing, and Mai Richards have been absolutely excellent, and she's knocking it out of the park. But then we also have the side of her, which I'm going to say right now, when you have a name like Les Scorpia, that right there says, says itself. And <laughs> the side of things, 
Lucha Libre from Mexico, from everything in general. We've seen this from Eddie Guerrero to many people in professional wrestling and just in general. The high-octane aerial assault, but the culture mixed with it, it's one of the best styles out there. I agree. I've always had a special place in my heart for Lucha. I grew up loving Rey Mysterio and Eddie and even Chris Benoit back in the day used to do Lucha before he became like his super technical wrestler that he was. So those were guys I always grew up watching. So to be able to pay homage to them and do this is so much fun. And then to be able to make it, you know, sexy with the lingerie is even funner. So I'm excited for the crowd. I know they're going to really enjoy it. First and foremost with Chris Jericho as uh, Chris Jericho. I'm sorry, Chris Benoit as the Pegasus kid with what he was doing with Eddie Guerrero. I just mixed up my two wrestlers there. Course all day. (laughs) Don't do that. Oh, no. But when it comes to people like Chris Benoit, I absolutely agree with you. And a lot of people who have not checked out that work and a lot of people forget he was the Pegasus kid, which I'm glad you brought that up. His style, like you mentioned, from the Lucha style to the technical style that we saw with the Rabbit Wolverine, that's just absolute levels upon levels. And everybody talks about the match that he had with Kurt Angle from Royal Rumble 03. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. The test of time. And when you're talking about Ray and Eddie, Halloween Havoc, that amazing DDT springboard, perfection. So good. That's the thing. And then you then you transmorgify that when you get to WWE from 05 with the mask and I'm your poppy and Dominic to now where we see Dominic doing his thing with his father. I know. That's insane. That made me feel old. <laughs> to see like because I remember Dominic when it was the custody of Dominic match. It was like SummerSlam 2005, I think, or 2003. And then now he's just on it, just killing it with his dad. And I'm like, that's awesome to be able to see that. See, that's the thing about that kid. When you come from a family like Rey Mysterio, you know what I'm saying, and Mil Mascaras and all that, that's the lineage right there, right? So mm-hmm. when you come to someone like Dominic, who was a 13, was a little kid as the, the custody of Dominic and just everything that went into that storyline with Eddie, and now he's out there with guys like Seth Rollins. He's out there with guys like the Usos and just in general. Like, it's fabulous. And, like, he was born to do this. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you can't be Rey Mysterio's son and not wrestle. Right. It's the same thing with the Guerrero family, because from Eddie to Chavo to Mondo to Hector, we'll be here all day. That family, again, but the lineage is, of course, Gory Guerrero, the Gory Especial, the Gory Bomb, you know? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to carry that on for your family. Agreed. And I hope them. if I ever have kids, they continue to do it. That would be awesome to carry the family tradition. I mean, when we got someone like yourself who was killing it from all aspects, from the art form and the style that you have, I look at it from a stance, too, with your character and your overall the fortune teller and everything that you got meshed in. It's a nice mix, and it would go to your son or your daughter and everything. So, I mean, I think that your children in the future, the generations upon generations, will absolutely kill it. Yeah, it'll be fun to see what happens and where this journey takes me. I'm excited. It's just the beginning. I've only been doing this for technically a year doing shows because I was out for a year with injuries so I've been in the business for two but actually hitting the scene it's only been one I look at it from a stance too that even though you're like a year or two in it I'll make the comparison so when Bianca Belair was in the Mae Young Classic like the first go around and then we saw to see where she's at now she'd Mm -hmm. only started like very briefly too and it's just like this girl's doing oh wow yeah this girl's doing like 450s she's doing with the braid and everything and just in general she and besides, well, she I mean she started in track and did stuff like that. But what's cool to see is like with someone with such little experience to where she got the heights, I'm sure it will happen to you as well. Because still, two years you're learning the knowledge and you're still learning. It's the thing about wrestling, you never stop learning. 
Exactly. I'm always traveling. I'm always doing something, training in the gym. I'm watching tape. I'm always doing something like revolved around my craft. This is my whole life. This is all I want to do. So you have the uh, Tommy Dreamer mentality. Tommy Dreamer famously said on the rise and fall of ECW, I never wanted to throw first pitch out at the Yankees game. I never wanted to do this. All I wanted to do was wrestle. That is the mentality. You have like the Tommy Dreamer mentality. About it, which I love. <laughs> and it's funny. I actually really liked Tommy Dreamer growing up for a small period of time. I started watching ECW. And I was like, oh my God, this is brutal. But I was into like super gory, scary movies and stuff like that. So I was like, this is sick. I like it. Okay. Him and Rob Van Dam. Yes. Okay. See, I love that. So when RVD and Tommy Dreamer had the match with TNA, this is after ECW, but what's great. Now I was there. I don't know if you remember this match though. 2002 RVD and Tommy Dreamer had like this intercontinental champion versus hardcore champion. That was the last time that we would see the hardcore champion. So to be at Madison square garden for that, and just to see Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer, Moments like that, and people are just like, oh, it's just a match. But I'm like, no, you have to understand, it's RVD and Tommy Dreamer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's no, RVD's awesome. Like, to see him grow so much and be able to watch him, you know, throughout all of his different companies that he's worked for, he's just great. He's one, too, that is just so impressive to me. He's one that I study for tape a lot. Well, he's another one when it comes from Van Daminators, Van Terminators, the five-star frog splash, the split-legged moonsault, everything that he does. And I will say this right now. He's a, he's to put pun intended. He's a human highlight reel. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> but he is uh, still, I would also say this. Well, speaking of Ray Mysterio, just to backtrack for a second, RVD and Ray Mysterio, the tag champs, taking it back to 04. Good times when they were. Oh tag- yeah. I forgot about that. Oh my God. You just like unlocked a memory in my brain and I forgot existed. Hey, when you're doing the 420 leg drop, when they're doing both the leg drops at the same time, like it, it's stuff like that. That's amazing just to see whether they're going yeah. against their teaming. It's RVD and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, that's a good duo there. Absolutely. Now, I will say this about you. When it comes to the Gypsy Mac persona, I mentioned the fortune telling your overall character. What I also do love about it, too, is Gypsy Mac. I'm going to say it because my mom was a fan. She had posters all over the wall. Stevie Nicks. I'm talking about Fleetwood Mac, the MAC. You know where I'm going. Okay. You know where I'm going with this. From Dreams, from the song Gypsy, from I Want to Be With You Everywhere, from everything that they did, from Tell Me Lies, Tell Me Sweet Little Lies, Fleetwood Mac. Love the influence there from the MAC and the Gypsy. I like that little tie-in. Thank you. Uh, It's kind of funny because a lot of people don't pick that up. And, like, Stevie Nicks is a witch. So a lot of mm-hmm. people don't realize how big it is for an influence for me from them. Hey, when you're talking about people like Stevie Nicks, whether it be solo or with Fleetwood Mac, and I'm talking about Lindsey Buckingham on guitar and just the whole, that infamous guitar solo from Gypsy, like if you take any influence, that, I can't do it justice. I can't do it justice, but you knew where I was going with it. Yes. Okay. So like, how can you not? And also, Dreams has become that TikTok sensation with the guy drinking the juice and then he's freaking just. We see it today in popular culture. So it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, and also I will say this about Stevie Nicks. So, all right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, or Stevie Nicks solo, or both? Do you like the mix of both, or what are you thinking? For me, it would be probably Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks. Just because like, I did like her solo stuff, but Fleetwood Mac is just where my heart's at. 
Okay, see, I like that. And again, this will bring us back to our childhood. When it comes to Stevie Nicks, one thing that really sticks out in my mind, I'm going to take you back to 2003 here, Gypsy. I'm talking about Jack Black. I'm talking about School of Rock, Edge of 17, when they're grooving. Yep, you know where I'm going with this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we see, love School of Rock. <laughs> we do. We do. Oh, can you believe that young man? Oh, my God. The, dude, the kid that was the drummer, like, passed away. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that's that's sad. <sighs> See, and I love that kid from that movie because he's telling, why don't you just shut the hell up, Schneebly? Like so many one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little badass. We loved him. He was. Oh, I believe the kid, what was it, Freddie, right? The little kid Freddie with the blonde yeah, hair? Yeah, I think that yeah. was his name, yeah. Oh, now you see, like it's movies like that that still hold up because they also teach life lessons like we mentioned with motocross. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so LFC, big events coming up, 32, 33, 34. Now, I'm going to say this right now. How apropos that the first one's called Black and Blue. And no, I'm not talking about the Backstreet Boys album, but I'm talking about Black and Blue in general. Yes, I know I'm going to make a Backstreet Boys reference, but God dang, man, Black and Blue. How can you not? With with a name like that and live up to its hype, right? Yeah, you know, um, it's fun. I like the concepts that they do when it comes to how they name everything for LFC. They put in a lot of thought to it. That they do, and I think that's everything. You know what it is? It also just applies to wrestling in just general. If you have that minute detail or that little nuance, it goes a long way. Yeah. It's the flair that you got to have. Not the woo flair, but the flair. Not like <laughs> Well, both flare. of them. <laughs> All right. Or you could be like that office space flair when Jennifer Aniston didn't want to wear a flair while she was working in the restaurant. <laughs> yep, you could do that too. Hey. At the end of the day, that's what makes LFC so amazing. We got beautiful women like yourself coming in, ready to kick ass and take names. I'm going to say this right now. If you're, again, first time in, get the gold. Do what you own as only as you can do, Gypsy. Best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it, and I intend on bringing it home with me. And I also will say this, people. If you've not seen LFC as far as Lingerie FC, LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships, it's a great mix with a lot of wrestlers coming in. One of the former LFC champions is Miss Roxy Roundhouse Michaels, the former the Renee Michelle, who we've seen on AEW Impact and WWE. Now we got you coming in. We have Selena, the former Selena De La Renta from MLW. Again, it only is just going to continue to grow. And I got to say, you you fit right in. You're a great addition. I'm glad to be on the roster and show everyone why I'm. I'm here. Now, you guys can check out LFC. It's the 12th, it's the 13th, it's the 14th. It's three nights of action. It's three nights of Gypsy Mac. Gypsy Mac, you better hurry back. Boom. Get that action, man. I will say this first and foremost, before we close this out, anytime you want to come back on, I'd be more than happy to have you. It's really been a pleasure and a privilege to pick your brain today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun with our conversation. Ah, you're very welcome. And I apologize in advance for my pop culture nerdiness. It's what I do. <laughs> like a oh, no, you're good. Okay. Now, I will say this first and foremost, guys, before we do close this out, Gypsy Mac, please promote the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Everybody can follow you in all forms of social media. The floor is yours. So my Instagram is the.gypsy.mac. Um, that's going to be my biggest platform. I post on there the most, so make sure you check that out. I also have a Facebook, which is Gypsy Mac, and a Twitter, which is under the same name, you can find me on YouTube. Just put Gypsy Mac and then put wrestler after it and I'll pop right up. Simple and effective. Definitely check her out on all forms. And definitely, you know what it is? You're kind of like that old shirt. There was a shirt by an artist by the name of Lou Christie. Google me, baby. That's exactly what the mindset yep. just said there. <laughs> oh, if you Google Gypsy Mac wrestler, I'll pop up everywhere. Hey, 
that's what you definitely want to do. Get your search on and check out Gypsy Mac on all forms of social media. One other thing before we do close this out, I got to ask you, first and foremost, we talked about the fortune teller thing. That is badass just because you incorporate the fortune teller stuff and you're welcome. And now the fortune teller side of things, have you been into like that kind of like the fortune teller, seeing the future, the whole kind of thing, and then the cards? Is that something that you've always been into? Yeah, I actually have a tarot card tattooed on me. That is nice. Nice. Yeah, okay. I do uh, practice it, so it's it's me. <laughs> so I'm going to add this. When it comes to people like you've seen Stone Cold Steve Austin, he started as the ringmaster, then they just let him be himself. Same with The Rock. Like, that is cool just to add that sense of what you are just to your character, just letting you be, be yourself, you know? It's me turned up to 11, and I feel like that's why I have the su- success that I do is because I'm just genuine. I'm just me. I will say this, when it comes to you being genuine, keep t- you said turn to 11, I'm going to say take it to the max, Miss Gypsy Mac, take it to All the right. max. All right, well, we're going to turn it up to 666, man. <laughs> okay, I see what you did there. I like your stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss Gypsy Mac, before we close this out, do you have any final words for the LFC fans? They're going to be tuning in to Sturgis. They're going to be seeing you, the 12th, 13th, 14th. Any final words for the LFC faithful? I know everyone likes that picture that I posted. So if you want to see more, you need to watch me on LFC. Beautifully said and eloquently said. And the last thing I will say here is beauty, strength, and dominance. The three key elements that make women the work of art that they are in this Gypsy Mac. I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you.